0: So I didn't get to finish yesterday talking about the leaked document, the leaked draft ruling from the Supreme Court. This is kind of important. Nobody's talking about it except Fox News and a lot of conservative pundits, CNN, MSNBC, all of the media outlets, all of the Democrats. They're not talking about it at all well, because it benefits them. So we're going to talk about that. And then just the outrage yesterday was just delicious. Everybody throwing fits. Let's I'm going to do something a little different as we go through those. This is Gene and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. My gosh, you know, I I got to tell you. I have some great stuff that I found and it's all stupid. But god, this abortion thing is just so funny. Um and I I think it, it's funny because well, I'll get to that. Let's talk about the leak of this uh, draft document, this draft ruling by Samuel Alito first. Um, now, this ruling wasn't supposed to come out till June, July. And uh, there's a lot of people talking that because this ruling came out, they might as well just vote for it and release it. I wouldn't be surprised if they released it by Friday. Uh, I would not be surprised at all. Or they released it next week. They just needed to go through some things. But In my 54 years, I have never seen a draft from the Supreme Court leaked. Never have I seen it. Well, there's a reason I haven't seen it, because in the 250 years that the country has been around, a draft from the Supreme Court has never been leaked. This is historic. No one's talking about it. We got to hear about the historic uh, nature of somebody who's black being the 15th black person to sit on the Supreme Court or whatever. we have to hear that. but we don't hear anything about the fact that somebody actually violated the rules of the Supreme Court. Now more than likely the leaker was some lefty activist in uh, Sotomayor's office. They're gonna find this person. I don't think this is going be this is going to be very difficult. and the reason they're gonna fight they're only like 11 people. Per judge, it's not like the, this is a big bureaucracy here. There are only a very few people to investigate, and John Roberts, the Chief Justice, he actually went in, and now the marshal is investigating, and they're gonna find out. I'm a little surprised we haven't found out yet, but we'll probably find out within a week. Um, it is a very it is a very bad thing that rulings get released. And there are a few reasons why. The first off, the decision isn't hasn't been voted on. And this is what really trips me out about everyone throwing an, an absolute hissy fit about this ruling. It's not out yet. That may be the majority opinion. The document kinda leads you to believe it's the majority opinion, but it, it it's it's but it's not because that document also have to have dissents on it. It's just one opinion. So we don't even know, we don't even know, Samuel Alito, we know where he stands. We have no idea where Clarence Thomas even stands. Or we don't know where Sotomayor stands. Nobody knows any of this stuff. Do you know why? Because it's not finished. Now, it's unlikely... And according to John Roberts, very unlikely, that decisions are going to be made because of public opinion. Right now, they are having protests in, everywhere now. They're having protests in Los Angeles. They're protesting in front of the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. The, all of this was done on purpose to try and sway the Supreme Court members. So maybe a Kavanaugh or Gorsuch or Roberts might not go towards the conservative uh, Samuel Alito opinion. That's probably not going to happen. It may happen. Kavanaugh is kind of iffy. Gorsuch, I, I don't think Gorsuch or, or, or um, the, the gal in there, uh, Coney Barrett, I don't think they'll switch. Maybe Kavanaugh. John Roberts, though, he seemed pretty pissed off. i got a feeling, if anything, that's going to push John Roberts toward the conservative opinion. But we're going to have to see because the draft isn't done. it's just the draft. Now, but the big things, there could be threats of violence against the justices. And so far, there have been. There is a TikTok video out right now, and we're going to listen to it. There's a TikTok video out right now from the libs of TikTok that actually is just a compilation of people saying, time to burn everything down. Let's listen to that.
1: If they actually do this, yeah, uh, that would be the time where rioting would be okay. I got the pitchforks, you get the gas and the torches. Uh, Let's fucking do that shit, because uh-uh. You're not forcing... (laughs) No. No. There's only... one solution to this.
0: To all of this. Because it's all interconnected. Starts with B. Ends with E.
1: And it's not vote.
2: Hey, TikTok. Do you ever wake up in the morning and think you just want to burn it all to the ground? And what I mean by burning it all to the ground is those old white men and the women who support them who want to tell me what to do with my body. If Roe versus Wade gets overturned, there will be mayhem in these streets.
1: You think the global protests around George Floyd were big? You just fucking wait when you launch an attack on 50% of the American
2: population. If you supported the use of violence to defend abortion clinics when the state recognized abortion rights and the cops were doing it, you should have zero problems with people outside the law now doing the exact same thing.
0: By the way, the part where they were... They were... You just heard music in the background? There was some fat chick who was holding a knife and and play stabbing onto the ground. This is the this is the crap that one of the reasons why this stuff doesn't happen. This is also the crap that may jigger a, a jigger a justice to make a decision to avoid all this stuff. And but the problem is, I think these these justices already know that this stuff's going to happen anyway. It doesn't make any difference. They have to do the right thing. Okay, so there was a lot of comments about this. The political, com- the legal and political community, except Democrats, really flipped out. The SCOTUS blog, which is the Supreme Court of the United States blog, they released a statement, quote, it's impossible to overstate the earthquake this will cause inside the court in terms of the destruction of trust among the justices and staff. This leak is the gravest, most unforgivable sin. And it is. It is. I mean, we are always on bated breath waiting to see what their decisions are. And if this stuff's going to be leaked, basically you're turning the Supreme Court into a political wing. Marco Rubio said... Quote, the next time you hear the far left preaching about how they are fighting to preserve the the Republic's institutions and norms, remember how they leaked the Supreme Court opinion in an attempt to intimidate the justices on abortion. Again, true. And mind you, Democrats, I haven't heard one Democrat, one Democrat, and you're going to hear a lot of Democrats in a few minutes. Not one Democrat condemned the leaking of this. Shannon Bream of Fox News, who's also a lawyer, quote, never seen anything even close to this in my 15 years of covering the Supreme Court. Urge plenty of caution until the official opinion is eventually released. Yes, this is the other thing. This is just a draft. Everyone's flipping. They are rioting in Los Angeles right now or last night. I don't know if they're doing it now. Last night they were rioting. People were being arrested. People were beating up cops. And this is just a draft. We don't know what the story is with this. Uh, Chief Justice Roberts released a statement yesterday, and he said, quote, and this is kind of a long one, but not that long, but I think it's important. Quote, justices circulate draft opinions internally as a routine and essential part of the court's confidential, deliberative work. Although the document described in yesterday's report is authentic, it does not represent a decision by the court or the final position of any member on the issues in this case. To the extent this betrayal of confidences of the court was intended to undermine the integrity of our operations, it will not succeed. The work of the court will not be affected in any way. Well, we'll have to see about that we at the court are blessed to have a workforce permanent employees and law clerks alike intensely loyal to the institution and dedicated to the rule of law court employees have exemplary and important tradition of respecting the confidentiality of the judicial process and upholding the trust of court not anymore they don't this was a singular and egregious breach of that trust that is an affront to the court and the community of the public servants who work here. So the court's marshal, he's out there, he's investigating. He has probably 100 people to investigate. Uh, they already have ideas. There there is has been talk, there has been talk that they may even know who did it already. So they And they know where the leak came from. So they're investigating it and there's going to be uh, that person probably just ruined their career. Because once that leak's done, that person's going to be disbarred. That person's going to be, not be allowed to practice law anymore. That person may face prison time. Because that's up there with releasing. It's, it's considered government property. And it's considered classified material. That's like traitor stuff. So I hope they find this guy and I hope they hung him, hang him by his Buster Browns. okay, but what's wonderful is how the left is responding to this. Now mind you, the left has not again said anything about the leak, which is historic. They haven't said a word about it. and we're going to go over a, a lot of their responses and trust me, this is a drop in a, this is a drop in the bucket with what's been coming out because since this has been talked about. So, this time what I'm going to do is we're going to play a game. I, I, I found something from DC Shorts on YouTube. They released a compilation of the Media Insanity. And I decided I'm going to play the entire compilation, right? Because I think it's really kind of fun. Um, but I'm not going to sit and give you a 30-minute... Argument on each part what I'm going to end up doing is I'm simply going to I'm simply going to give one or two lines about why this is crap okay because if I There are 11 about 13 14 clips here. We could be here all day if I did this so Let's start. Uh, let's start with the first one.
3: My worry is that this is just the beginning. Next, they'll go after gay marriage, and, and maybe maybe uh, uh, the board, the what is it, Brown versus Board of Education? Yeah. They already eroded our voting rights a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So I see some. I see fascism down the line here. I don't know.
0: Okay, that was Joy Behar. I'm not introducing these these clips because they're just so random. Okay, first, thought, no one's going after anything. With this decision, uh, Lito said at least three times this affects nothing, even bad. This is strictly Roe versus Wade and the other the other one, Casey versus Planned Parenthood. That's all. Why would the justice go over go after the Brown versus the Board of Education? You know why? Because all Brown versus educate versus the Board of Education ended segregation in schools. Why would they do that? Because all conservatives are racist, of course. The Supreme Court has never eroded voting rights. As a matter of fact, the only thing the Supreme Court did was show, say, that a bunch of states violated their own state constitutions when it came to voting during COVID. That's all they did. And, of course, I like the, 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 that the Supreme Court is uh, pushing fascism. Again, we've talked about this. I have a very different definition of fascism than Joy Behar. I have a def- def- a very different opinion, uh, definition of demo- democracy than Joy Behar. As far as I'm concerned, wiping Roe versus Wade off the map just means that now we all get a vote on whether we have abortion or not. And if California wants to have an abortion, and I don't want to pay for abortions, which California is doing right now, I can leave California and go to a red state, and those in the blue states who love abortion, they can go to the red they can go to the blue states, and we can segregate. And finally, Joy Behar is an idiot. Okay, that was a lot longer than I should have taken, so it won't be that long. Okay, next clip.
4: Honestly, I want to cry. Um, you know, I want to cry in so many different
0: ways. Okay, well, don't cry. Be brave. Be a man. Though we don't know what a man is anymore and we don't know what a woman is anymore. So here's the next clip.
3: I feel really angry about this. And what I feel angry about is that an extremist Supreme Court is going to impose their views on the rest of America, we got to get tough, and that means we've got to get rid of the filibuster and protect a woman's right to an abortion.
0: That broad was Liz Warren, you know, the chick that said she was a Native American to get into Harvard Law School. Yeah. Um, here, here's the thing. I believe this too. I believe that it was an activist court that put Roe versus Wade in on the first place. So. I, I don't want to hear about what she thinks about destroying the system or cheating the system. I, I think they've been doing, they did that. Roe versus Wade did that, was an activist court, was usurping the Constitution. Okay, next, next clip. The tone that Justice Alito uses
3: doesn't just overturn Roe v. Wade. It sets it on fire. It completely eviscerates the right.
0: Yes, it does eviscerate Roe, and it eviscerates Casey, and that's because they were crappy rulings, and Justice Alito spent 98 pages explaining it, and 30 of those pages were precedents explaining it, uh, were precedents proving it. So, let's get to the next clip.
1: Putting the government um, in control of women's lives in this way... Um, Changes something fundamental about who we are as a country, who we are as a culture, and who we are as men and women.
0: I would argue that Roe uh, Ro versus Wade put the government in control right off the bat instead of allowing me to vote for something. The difference is I like the results of the fact that I can now vote for abortion or not, and she doesn't like the fact that the government can't tell you you can have an abortion no matter what. Um, now, the federal government might have to release that control, and that's what they're pissed off about. What is happening now with Ro- with overturning Roe versus Wade if it happens, mind you it may not happen, is that federalism that the founding fathers created, you know, democracy is being released back into the country. That this is a f- that federalism is the cult- fundamental and cultural base of our country where we vote for the policies or we elect people for the policies. And by the way, again, this they act like abortion's gonna be, and you're gonna hear this over and over again, like abortion's gone, it's not. Okay, here's the next one.
3: I cannot believe that I'm sitting here, Jim, in the year of 2022, a right that I was born into a society that had, that my mother had, that my grandmother had, with a stroke of a pen can be taken away.
0: This is the narrative. Abortion is going away. It's not going away. It's being allowed to be voted on by individual states. In California, not only is abortion not going away, they're, you're probably going to be able to abort a kid when he's 10 years old. So that's not the truth. And, and by the way, abortion, which 50, 60% of the population thinks is terrible, was created, at, was legalized with the stroke of a pen. And something else to remember. We have the most liberal abortion laws in the world. Europe does not allow an abortion after the first trimester. So, if you are 13 weeks pregnant, they will not allow you to have—they uh, will not allow you to have an abortion. The next two clips—they're pretty much the same thing. So, I just ran them together. They're two different—they're two different—two uh, different commentaries. Listen.
3: This is a blow to poor women and particularly to poor black women because black women are the women who are getting Mm -hmm. abortions at a higher rate than any other group. No one is safe. This
0: overturning row will be a mass criminalization event and that
2: will harm the people most oppressed in this country, black and brown people who already face the most discriminatory barriers to care.
0: Okay this is this is a great argument. I love this argument because I, I, I want to point out that Margaret Sanger, who founded Planned Parenthood, um, was a racist and a eugenicist. She put Planned Parenthood clinics in the middle of black areas so that black women could abort their black babies. She hate this is no this is not a secret. She wrote about it. She lectured about it. I read the book. Woman in the New Race by Margaret Sanger. She was so racist that Planned Parenthood doesn't even reference her anymore on their website. And they didn't do that 30 years ago. They stopped referencing her four years ago because they realized, oh, damn, her books are still out there. And technically, honestly, I think it's stupid 57% of black women who get pregnant have abortions. So if you are conceived as a black child, you have more of a chance being aborted than you do alive. Technically, anti-abortionists want the black population to grow. That is about as anti-racist as you can get. Here's the next one. The great question of the era
1: is... Are you and I, are we in this decade, are we up to democracy? Are we commensurate to the task? And I, I worry that we're entering the darkest period of that test.
0: I don't care about this guy's definition of democracy, and I think we have been in the dark ages of our, of our time for the last 15 years. I think we've been falling apart since probably, uh, probably the crash of 2008. I think this ruling, where conservatives can get together in their own states and leftists can get together in their own crappy states, that's the way that this is going to get fixed. That's going to be the civil, civil war. That's going to be the great divorce. So I really don't give a damn what this guy has to say about democracy. I don't give a damn what this guy says about the Dark Ages. We're in the Dark Ages. We've been in the Dark Ages since the left decided to go woke. Here's the next
4: A half century of constitutional rights supported by over 70% of Americans, let me underline that again because people lying to you uh, on other channels will never say this, Uh, over 70% of Americans support that constitutional right, it'll be swept away by the presidents not in this picture the presidents who were outvoted in each one of those elections over the last three decades. That
0: statistic, yeah, is not exactly correct. That 70% that he points to, actually, those people don't know what Roe versus Wade does because of what's being pushed by the media. That 70% believes that Ro- that abortion is going to be completely gone. Here, here's a newsflash. 72%—I'm uh, exaggerating—70% of the people uh, also believe there should be heavy restrictions on abortion in the third trimester. There should be relative regulation on the second trimester, and there should be no regulation on the first trimester. A lot of, 70% of the people believe there should be some form of abortion. Okay, that is true. 60% actually. And there should be some form of abortion available. But they believe, they do not believe you should be able to abort your 10-year-old kid. That's what they don't believe. And not to mention this pres- this this Roe versus Wade is not a law. Roe versus Wade is not part of the constitution. It's only a precedent. Dred Scott was also a precedent. So, you know, there is no reason to sit back and say it keeps saying that this was constitutional right it was not a constitutional right it was just the president it, president it wasn't even a law i know i think i'm going to hit that up in, in uh, soon so uh this is to the next clip this was on the ballot in 2016 and the american people voted for the candidate who said he would vote to Ro- he would appoint justices to vote to overturn roe v wade and that is exactly what Donald Trump did. That's a good thing, because Roe versus Wade was a crap uh, decision. So we finally have a court now, three justices, Trump appointed, that basically said, this is a crap decision, we're getting rid of it, and we're getting rid of Casey. So, yay. I mean, what's his point? That okay, well, here's the next one. The idea of a legal ban on abortion stopping abortion Is a myth. Mm -hmm. It does not happen. All it does is drive the process underground and and endanger women's lives. I mean, this is the big lie Roe vs. Wade is not being overturned, has nothing to do with ending abortion. California, you'll be able to abort your kid when he's 23 years old. It's not going to make any difference. New York, same thing. Massachusetts, same thing. By the way, the hangar thing in public restrooms where women are trying to abort themselves that was a lie the guy who came up with this propaganda who by the way is now an anti-abortionist said it was a propaganda campaign there are statistics that say women were not self-aborting and the number of deaths for self-abort abortion was like less than a thousand a year this was not a thing that was happening. Okay, finally, the creme de la creme of the idiocy here comes from Whoopi Goldberg. So let's listen to her.
3: And, but I will tell you, this is my body and nobody, you you know, you got people telling me I gotta wear a mask or don't wear a mask or do this. Everybody wants to tell me what to do, but you won't let me make my decision about my body. You are not. and myself and my child that's who makes the decision and one of the things i really want to point out before we go is the reason abortion came about women in this country lived forever with it being illegal okay women when they decide something is not right for them, they're going to take it into their own hands. Well, we got tired of tripping over women in bathrooms, public bathrooms, who were giving themselves abortions because there was nowhere safe, nowhere clean, nowhere to go. This law came about because people wanted people to have somewhere safe and somewhere clean. It has nothing to do with your religion. This is not a religious issue. This is a human issue.
0: That had to have been one of the most nonsensical rants I've heard out of Whoopi Goldberg. And that's saying a lot. First off, the decision by me, my doctor, and my child? No, your child doesn't have a choice. And the last I heard, Whoopi Goldberg doesn't even have any children. So if a man has no say on a woman's body... Shouldn't a woman who doesn't have any children not have a say? Again, with the public bathroom thing, here's the thing. Whoopi Goldberg has been loaded since she was like, I don't know, 17, 18. She made tons of movies. This broad is not tripping over women giving themselves abortions in bathrooms. I mean, even if that was a thing, which it wasn't. And by the way, this is the other thing that I absolutely say. They, they keep saying, we want to keep abortions safe. Abortions are not safe for the child, and they're not safe for the mother. I have another video that I, I downloaded from YouTube, because I know it's going to be banned, where a doctor who used to give abortions, became anti-abortion, published the three different types of abortions, including partial birth abortions. It's horrifying. And I don't understand how women think this is safe for you, this is healthy for you. And and finally, finally, uh, her her she did have a good point where she sat there and said, "People are forcing me to wear a mask. People are forcing me to do." Here's a newsflash: You were in support of that. You were in support of just a week ago. She said, you should be forced to wear a mask everywhere you go. You should be forced to wear a mask on an airplane. They promote not only getting these shot, these government-approved shots, but you should be required to get these government-approved shots. And if you don't, you should you lose your job. She did say that. She believes that. And the last part, which I think is just, it's just dumb, is, you know... It's a human issue. She's right. And that's why anti-abortionists, that's how anti-abortionists see it. It is a human issue. A baby is a human being. And by the way, I know this is crazy. That's science. All right, so politicians got into it. Now, and, and of course, politicians are great because they always show this faux outrage. It's so much fun to hear Um. And you already heard Liz Warren. Oh, you should have seen her. The tears were just so sweet. Uh, Mm -hmm. The the funny thing about the politicians is... Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to talk about what the politicians are actually doing here. They're they're doing this on purpose. Um, Here's Pramila Jayapal. Now, she is open and proud to tell everybody that she had an abortion. She, She... makes it very clear she had an abortion. And she celebrates her abortion. So here's what she had to say.
3: Of the fundamental freedom that women have to make choices about our own bodies and our own futures and our own economic security. And the thing is, Victor, that... These justices are acting like this is somehow something that they have the right to change. They do not have the right to change this, which has been settled law for two generations now, of people who have grown up, who have gone through their 20s in the firm belief that they can make these decisions about their own bodies the only thing that has changed is the makeup of the
0: i love when people sit there and say my life would have been destroyed if i had a baby and things like that i love that argument because i have only one question for them and it always works don't get pregnant there are about 12 billion ways there are about 12 billion ways not to get pregnant all the way from using a condom to go to not having sex. There are tons of ways. There are more ways not to get pregnant than there is to get pregnant. And I love the way she talks about the future of the of women who get abortions, because women are saving their futures. What about the future of the child? It is a child. By the way, these people love science, right? They keep telling us how much they love science. Science has already proven a, chi- a child is a child. I think you can go as far back as six days after conception that that is an actual child. It's not a clump of cells. And Roe versus Wade, I- I'm going to say this again, Roe versus Wade was a precedent. It was not a law. When the Supreme Court justices say something that does not make it part of the Constitution. That does not make it a law. The Supreme Court cannot make law. It can only judge. That's all it can do. So, I don't know. Um, and as far as... Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. As far... I'm sorry, I'm looking at my notes here. As far as her saying the the judges don't have a right to determine or create precedents. Uh, no, they were that's their job. They were hired to do that. That's why they are Supreme Court justices. Just, <laughs> God, how is this person in Congress that she doesn't even know what a Supreme Court justice does? She doesn't know the difference between a law, a constitutional right, and a precedent. Well, anyway, here's Chuck Schumer um throwing a fit. Uh, this is great, too. This is fun.
3: I am just, I cannot tell you the outrage I feel at this decision and the outrage I feel that Republicans who did it won't own up to it and duck it. It's despicable. We're not talking about anything inconsequential. We're talking about women's health, a woman's right to choose, and the millions and millions and millions of American women who have felt the need to have an abortion. Just about every one of us knows someone in that situation.
0: Yeah, he doesn't care. I that that is that is just nothing but bloviating. And by the way, I love when he does this because he is the worst actor. You know, you know something, Chucky? Do you know why I'm outraged? Because Democrats in nineteen seventy three legalized abortion and made it commonplace, so commonplace, that women think they can that they are not women unless they have an abortion. And they're celebrating their abortion. They're printing t-shirts saying how many abortions they had. And as far as the millions and millions of women that are affected by this for their so-called health care, I just want to point out that over 16 million babies have been aborted. As far as I'm concerned, that's a genocide that you support. So, in simple terms... F you, Chuck Schumer. Okay, finally, finally. By the way, uh, President President Obama released like a 800 word statement about this whole thing, but never condemned. And matter of fact, have you heard anyone condemn the leak of the draft? Have you heard anyone con? No, they nobody condemned the leak of the draft. They don't care. They think it's great. Let's have riots. Let's have this. We'll talk about why in a second. We'll talk about why in a second. And big news came out, which is being ignored because of this. Today. It came out today. And it's being ignored because of this. Even Fox News is screwing this whole thing up. So, all Joe, he had some words about this. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, so let's listen to old Joe.
4: Number two, uh, what was the second one? Oh, look. The second one was on abortion. As I said when this hit as I was getting on the plane to go down to Alabama, um, this is about a lot more than abortion. I I hadn't read the whole opinion at that time. But this reminds me of the debate with Robert Bork. Bork believed the only reason you had any inherent rights is because the government gave them to you. If you go back and look at the opening comments of the Bork Biden when I was questioning him as chairman, I said, I believe I have the rights that I have not because the government gave them to me, which you believe, but because I'm just a child of God. I exist. I delegated by joining this union here to delegate some obligation, some rights I have to the governments for, for social good.
0: He said that today. What a frigging moron. Let's tear apart a little bit about what he said. First off, just because I always have to say this, the guy doesn't seem to have any scruples left. He can't remember any questions. He can't articulate any thoughts. And when he does, he says the most contradictory things in the world. I mean, this was not a good answer. First off, Robert Bork was a textualist of the Constitution. He read the Constitution, and he defined the Constitution the way it was written. He did not believe that government gave rights, he believed that God gave rights. And I find it ironic that Joe Biden would sit back and say he is a child of God, and he believes in, and he exists and therefore he has rights. He believes in killing children. He is fighting to kill children. He's... How is that godly? I mean, it's said... Jesus said it in the New Testament. He's supposed to be a Catholic. He said it 50 times in the New Testament. Protect the children. And, by the way, he exists... It's God-given. His existence is God-given. Yeah, uh, that's what anti-abortionists are trying to push. That existence is God-given. And you should not have the right to destroy that existence, that potential existence. And to be honest with you, with people like me, pro anti-abortionists like me, I believe you exist right off the bat. You're conceived. You exist. Oh, it's just a, it's it's a moronic statement. But I do want you to notice something. Um, There's not one comment about the draft, the the historic, uh, the historic event that this draft from the Supreme Court, a classified document was released in the first place. No one said anything about it. No one mentioned it. And you know, a lot of reporters didn't even talk about it. They didn't ask uh, Joe Biden about it. Okay. One more story. I know I'm running late, but this is important. The Fed today said uh, they are going to raise interest rates another 5% to control the wildfire inflation. Uh, This is going to raise rates on big ticket items like home and car loans, business loans, will be more difficult to afford and obtain. Um, It's also going to uh, raise the unemployment rate. It's going to hit the employment rate because people are not going to be able to take out loans or they're going to have to spend more on loans. So they are got to hire less. It's going to damage our... It's going to damage our, uh, our uh, innovation because people who innovate are not going to be able to take out loans because now the interest rates are... The interest, interest rates are now up 1% since last month, since March. Okay, Now you might be asking yourself, uh, why am I bringing this up after spending 40 minutes talking about abortion? Well, because abortion is going to be the Democrats' new narrative, their platform for November. They think that if they can get, they can rile people up, they can get everyone to come out and vote, over abortion. I mean, they've they've effed everything else up. I mean, the economy is a disaster. Gas prices are a disaster. The border is a disaster. Afghanistan was a disaster. Our foreign policy is a disaster. We have high crime, drug abuse, huge homeless problem. We have the most suicide deaths we've had. And our, our lifespans have gone down. Nothing has been good in the last year. Covid is a disaster for the Biden administration. There is nothing but disaster when the Democrats Democrats have touched everything they've touched has been a disaster. So now they've decided let's rally people around abortion because Roe v.ersus Wade is going to be overturned. That's why they keep saying that abortion is gone. It's 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 going to disappear after if this thing is overturned. Which, by the way, we still don't know that. We still don't know what the Supreme Court's going to do. That's a reality. But if you watch CNN, that's all they're talking about. Ukraine is a disaster. They don't even want to talk about the fact that Joe Biden has spent $50 billion to protect the borders of Ukraine. They don't want to even talk about that now because people are saying you don't want you spend 50 billion dollars to protect the borders of Ukraine from Russia but you won't protect you won't spend 4 billion dollars to build a wall off our border you won't hire more border patrol to protect our border they can't even talk about Ukraine that much anymore Well here's the problem with using abortion as a platform is that Um, it's kind of hard to argue when you have someone who really talks about abortion. And abortion is a horrific, violent act. And the big problem is that when confronted, Democrats have a real hard time answering about it. Now, this little clip I'm going to play. It's about two minutes, and I I had to add this was about a year year and a half ago where california was trying to make it that if you have a mental illness or a physical illness you can get an abortion and she's questioned about this and she doesn't want to answer the questions and she doesn't want to answer the questions for a reason because it's insane listen
1: delegate tran yes sir how late in a pregnancy would your bill apply if a physician would simply willing to certify that that the uh, continuation of the pregnancy would impair the mental health of, of the woman? How, how late are we talking about? In well,
2: so, so the way the suggestion that we've um, made in the bill is to say it's in the third uh, trimester and at the, you know, with the certification of the physician, so.
1: So how late in the third trimester would you be able to, to do that?
2: You know, it's very unfortunate that our physicians, uh, our witnesses were not able to attend today to speak specifically. No, I'm to talking that.
1: about your bill. How, yeah, how late? I mean, how late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the of the woman
2: or physical health?
1: Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm um, talking about the mental health. So,
2: I mean, through the third trimester. The third trimester goes all the way up to forty weeks.
1: Okay, but to the end of the third trimester.
2: Yep. I don't think we have a limit in the bill.
1: So um, where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs of, of that she is about to give a birth. Would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating.
2: Uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a You know, a decision that the doctor, the physician, and the woman I understand that. that I'm asking if
1: your bill allows that.
2: My bill would allow that, yes.
0: She doesn't want to even answer the question. Do you know why? Because the answer is horrific. This is why the Democrats, if they decide you want to run on abortion, go for it. Because trust me. Republicans, conservatives, they're going to sit back and they're going to tell you, okay, well, this is abortion. This is how it works. They're going to get into graphic detail about it. And they're going to make these people look like monsters. And people don't buy it. I'm sorry, it's a bad platform. Do you know what people are concerned about? They're concerned about inflation. They're concerned about gas prices. They're concerned about inflation, gas prices. They're concerned about having to wear masks on airplanes. They just don't really think too much about abortion. So you guys want to run on this? Go for it. Okay, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com There's a ton there. Um... You can uh, go to where 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 do you go to? Go to Rumble. I've got a couple of videos coming up. I got another video coming up, and I've also got the podcast on Rumble. Take care. This is Gene. Talk to you tomorrow, and tomorrow will be a lot lighter. Uh, I've got a bunch of stories that I've been putting off all week. This is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.